Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, Iowa, and welcome back. Yeah, we took a little uh, took a little break there. Little uh, hiatus, just for you know a week and a half. Didn't tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we had some personal stuff going on, and we had uh, obviously Big Ten championships. Kind of let that sit, and then uh, a lot has happened since the last time we were on, especially uh, with the weather. You know, we had uh, we had those tornadoes and whatnot. So thoughts and prayers go out to those that were highly affected. We weren't as affected, but um, definitely was. Uh, bad i guess throughout iowa yeah a little bit scary you know me and storms not good not good ever since i was a kid it's just like it's my kryptonite it makes me very anxious meanwhile i like going out there and watching it (laughs) (laughs) whatever um yeah took a little break and got some news obviously with uh recruits transfers all of the things happening and then some developments with the bowl game uh leading up to that can you believe Christmas is this week? Side note. Friday. I feel like, I feel like it kind of snuck up on us. I know. It does that every year. <laughs> and you know what? This year especially because I was putting off putting up the tree because I didn't want the baby to get into it. And then I was like, I have to put up a Christmas tree. Don't be such a Scrooge. And so I finally did. And he's in it all of the time. And so I feel like a little bit of the Christmas magic has been stolen from me because I've grown to hate that tree. <laughs> I feel like at any given time in our household, you'll hear me saying, no, 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 no. (laughs) I know. At any given time. Yes. Yeah. I read this thing the other day. This is such a side note, but I read this thing the other day that said you should stop or not say no as much to your kid, but like use other words like hot, you know, if they go to like touch the stove or something like that, like, oh, hot or like something like that. So you're not saying no all the time. That'll make me mad. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) please, uh, please, please stop that. You know, that's the tree. At sharp. I don't know. I just read it. Maybe I interpreted it wrong. Anyway, um, let's get back to football. So I'm gonna I'm gonna name this podcast. You win some, you lose some. Like the whole podcast, or just this this just this section? Just this episode. Okay. Episode or section? Like this next section that we're gonna talk about, or like this particular Matt, episode? You're testing my patience. Okay, general. You win some, you lose some. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I mean by that, you win some great recruits, you lose some transfers. Okay. And then the last section, we'll talk about the bowl game a little bit. Okay. Just like bowl prep. Bowl prep. Yeah. Well, we'll still have like a normal preview and recap, but those will come out closer to game time. True that. Okay. So let's start with, let's start with transfers. Um we had, let's see, I think let's just talk about some three like notable ones, I guess, that people have kind of been talking about a little bit more, especially in the Twitter sphere. Um, how about where should we start? Let's do Deuce Hogan transferring out of Iowa. Um, didn't really ever get the chance to, to touch the field um, other than in practice, of course. Um, and I think he went, sat at third string pretty much the whole time. Um yeah, and now he's I haven't heard where he's going, have you? I haven't heard if he's committed anywhere now. Um has he like posted anything that like, oh, I have an offer from here? Did I have not seen another commitment video. No. Gotcha. 
I didn't ask about a commitment video. I didn't know if he had any <laughs> other offers. Well, he did the commitment video when he went to Iowa. And since then, I have not seen another commitment video. Okay. Interesting. I wonder. So when do you have to make that uh, decision? Do you know? Uh, I don't. Hmm. I mean, I'm assuming the sooner the better because yeah. then you get more integrated. You can learn the playbook and all that other kind of stuff. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. Um, he was one of those guys where I think especially fans um, had a lot of high hopes, a lot of expectations. And... Um, never really got to see any of it come to fruition. So I think people are a little upset about that and we're kind of sad to see him go. But Well, as with any hawk, I mean, anybody that comes to Iowa, you hope they help the team. You know, yeah. that's that's the hope. Um, one thing that we talked about a lot, KF would talk about it a lot, is po- he called it potential <laughs> instead of just potential, mm-hmm. potential. And really... That's kind of what recruiting is. You're you're recruiting people based off what they could be. And it's not bad to say that not everybody reaches their potential. I mean, all of the fans, I shouldn't say all, but I'd say 99.9% of fans aren't there throughout the week to see how any particular player does in practice. And that's where you earn playing time. Mm-hmm. I mean, you practice hard, you know what you're doing, and you don't make dumb plays. You're you can find your way onto the field. Quarterback's tough. You know, you only got one guy that goes on the field at any given time. Usually. <laughs> uh, some teams break the mold. But um, that's just not something that I was really ever done. And, and I don't foresee us doing that, putting multiple quarterbacks on the field, unless one gets pulled, which I guess we've done that. But it's just kind of like, uh, you know, we didn't see exactly what he could do. And there's a reason that he wasn't playing on Saturdays. And so, you know, hopefully whatever home he finds next, he, you know, finds what it is that he's looking for. Yeah, for sure. Obviously, we wish him the best of luck. And um, that's that on that. Um, Next one, Desmond Hudson heading to UNI, staying in Iowa. Yeah, uh, receiver room getting a little thin between him and uh, the next guy we'll talk about. But as far as uh, I think he put out on Twitter, couldn't get away from Iowa or I love my Iowans or something like that. Um, so uh, obviously didn't see the field as much as he wanted to. So hopefully he finds what he's looking for you and I. Yeah, for sure. And they definitely they pump out some NFL talent. Yeah, there have been a, there have been quite a few guys, I feel like, over the last couple of years that have that have made a name for themselves. Um. Did you know, obviously you knew this, but I wonder if our listeners knew um, that I actually did my freshman year at UNI. It's a, it's a nice little school. And then that's where you entered the portal? And then after that, freshman year, I was like, you know, it's time for me to move on to bigger and better things and uh, became a Hawkeye. I did a whole video on my transfer and commitment to Iowa. Where can we find this? Yeah, they offered. It was a whole thing. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um you know, but uh, you and I is a great school, and I'm sure he'll enjoy it. The game day atmosphere is a little different than uh, than Kinnick, so that'll be a little transition for for him. But uh, other than that, I, I think he'll do great. So uh, best of luck to him as well. And then the last one we're going to talk about here, Tyrone Tracy Jr. What do you got for me on that one, Matt? Yeah, he's already uh, committed, just like Desmond. So like I said, receiver room getting a little thin, but with guys like Keegan and Arlen kind of making a name for themselves, uh, you're only going to have so many guys that, that make the rotation. So uh, Tyrone going to Purdue, knowing mm-hmm. that he'll play Iowa. I know. And I'm just going to say this. I think that's great. Good for him, which I feel like that about all of our transfers. But um, I think he's going to do really well there, personally. They definitely throw the ball a lot more than we do. Especially against Iowa. <laughs> they boop, boop, boop. They like those short little passes. And, hey, it could be a could be a good spot for him to really shine. Especially if he wears 
if he continues to wear number three now that David Bell's in the league yeah. or going to the league. So there you go. Maybe that was like a little sign, like a little little God God wink. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, like here you go. You can even keep your number, whatever. Yeah, well, uh, it'll be interesting to see. But obviously, wish him the best of luck, and I guess we'll see him next year for sure. Did you watch the um, the Heartland episode? I did not of him. Oh. I did not. It was so good. It's it's Iowa athletics, like um, kind of like BTN Journey, like our version of it. Um, and it was just all about how he befriended this girl um, in high school that became his like biggest fan. Um, and I think she has Down syndrome or something similar to that effect. And um, they're just like the best of friends. And he got her a couple like tickets to a couple of games and all that kind of stuff and like still keeps in contact with her and her family. And very cool. It's so heartwarming. So anyway, total sidetrack. But Wish, uh, wish Tyron the best of luck, uh, of course, too, in the future. And one thing that, you know, I've seen a few people that say that they're transferring and they, you know, they give this, that, or the other reason. Yes, they give every reason except for playing time. They're like, it's not because of playing time. It's fine if it's because of playing time. I don't know why everyone shies away from that. You only get so much time to play this game. I mean, it's a very small percentage that even make it to college football. And an even smaller percentage that make it to the NFL. So if you only get five, six years, utilize it. Not only that, but your body only lasts so long. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> yes. And I think there's merit to saying like, you know, I'm going to wait my time. And then when it's my time, I'm going to go. But BK used to talk about all the time. Like, now is your time. It is always your time. I mean, I don't think anybody really goes to just sit. Now, if you're in it for the developmental stuff, like at Iowa, you can develop and really get into a good player, especially on the offensive line, tight ends, things like that. Then, yeah, I think there's merit to that. And I think there's also merit to saying, you know what? I just want to play. <laughs> I just want to go out and play. And uh, getting an opportunity is is sparse. Sparse? Sparse. Sparse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Getting an opportunity is sparse. And... um you know, I don't think there's any anything wrong with wanting to leave because you want to see the field. Yeah, definitely. Um, which I and then you brought that up. Like, we can see it both ways. There's never it's never just it's this way or it's that way. You you have to stay and see if you can make it or you should leave every single time. I mean, everybody has their different preferences and and what's going to work out for them. So, um, you know, I feel like a lot of times when we get into talking about sports and football and athletes, um, the mm, I guess comparison of their uh, jobs kind of gets lost um, in the comparison of like a real world. I'm doing air quotes with that job, right? So like working in insurance and you hate your boss and it's not working out and your coworkers suck and your cubicle is tiny and it's just not great. And you know, you have more potential. You can either stick it out and be like, you know what? I'm going to prove myself to this terrible boss and I'm going to get a better, you know, desk or whatever it might be. Or you can say, screw it, I'm done with this. And I'm going to move on to a different insurance company, right? Where I think I'm going to have a better, uh, a better time, better experience. Yeah. Um, and it's the exact same thing. And again, everybody is different in what they choose to do. And um, you win some, you lose some and whatever you choose. So, um, okay, Matt, let's talk about our recruits. This is the win some. We gained some on the team, right? And I think the most notable that everybody's chattering about is Xavier, um, or affectionately that everyone calls him X, I guess. Um, Twitter went crazy, blew up <laughs> that he was committed. What did he come down to? Is it Notre Dame, Ohio State, and Iowa? Is that right? I, I didn't watch. I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's what it was um, when I saw it on Twitter. Um, but to be completely honest with you, I really don't pay much attention to recruits. And I know that sounds not so great, but I don't mean it like that. Um, Most of my job obviously deals with the Iowa now and the current teams, the current athletes, and then the fans. And so like once they get to Iowa, 
yeah, I'm all about it. Let's do it. Let's talk about it. Um, but some of that kind of just falls to the wayside when I'm focused on like Iowa basketball now or Iowa football now. So anyway, um, I was standing on the sideline and I don't remember, I think it was the Penn State game is when Xavier was there. I'm almost positive. And I was down by the student section. I heard, um, we want X, we want X, like the whole student, not the whole, a big portion of the student section was cheering that. And I was like, what? What are they talking about? Like, <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. And I saw this kid walk by and he's like, oh, waves up to the student section, whatever, and kind of has like a smile on his face. And I was like, oh, that must be a great recruit. Um, turns out he is. <laughs> um, and so that was kind of interesting. And I just thought that was like super cool. And I mean, as a student athlete, you've got to be like, whoa, Iowa really cares about their football. Like they're really paying attention to the recruits. And I just think it looks really good on our fans um, that they're paying attention and that they're they're invested in it. So I thought that was pretty cool. He's also from Iowa, so that helps. He's staying home, folks, or whatever. Just didn't want to leave his Iowans. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but I really don't pay attention either Yeah, uh, to recruits. Um, it's all kind of based on potential. Again, you know, I mean, I've seen... Um, four stars into the program that don't really see the field until their fifth year. And I've seen four stars into the program, i.e. James Daniels, that plays right away and then is out after three years. I've seen both. I've seen two stars come in and not play. And I've seen two stars come in and make it to the league and get drafted. So, you know, I, I don't really put too much on stars or whatever. I mean, apparently he's a really good player. I've seen some highlights. He looks really good. Yeah, uh, It'll be... I, I think you're dumb if you're a DB and you don't go play for Coach Parker. <laughs> if you have the chance, yeah. <laughs> if you have the opportunity. Um, but I think that's kind of what it is. You know, I'm excited to see what he does on Saturdays. But, you know, there's a lot leading up until that. I just think it's weird to put a lot of a lot of pressure on 17-year-old kids. They've got enough. <laughs> they've got, they've got, they don't know anything. Kids, yeah. what is it? Um, I think it's your, your brain isn't even fully formed until 25. I mean, girls are fully formed before boys, but that's beside the point. I'm just saying. It's, Is that because boys are from Jupiter or whatever? Yeah, or something. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, I just think it's really weird to lay all these expectations on kids when they haven't even had an opportunity to really know what they're doing yet. So, um, you know, now guys are going to have to learn different systems, come in, play. And, and I'm saying that, you know, I mean, I got an opportunity to play early, but... Um, yeah, Matt, how was your recruiting process? I mean, just flown everywhere people just throwing money at you that you had to turn down, right? I mean, that's kind of how it goes when oh, you're from NIL South Dakota. Oh, the NIL was crazy, South Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, we'll give you five years of corn if you do this commercial. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, no, so, yeah, I <laughs> when I was in high school, after my junior year, I made, I personally made a highlight tape and burned it on 53 DVDs and physically sent a DVD to colleges, <laughs> hoping they would look at it. Oh, man. How many How many do you think actually opened that and were like, yeah, I'll pop this in? Zero. I'm going to guess absolutely zero. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I picked 53 schools and I was like, here we go. Boom. Wow. Nada. So, Did you send one to Iowa? Yeah. yeah I wonder if they opened it. I'm going to ask somebody someday. <laughs> <laughs> I sent one everywhere. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I ended up uh, getting a few letters from like... I, I had a decent ACT score, so like I got letters from Northeast, and I actually almost took a visit out at uh, Harvard. Oh, my um, gosh. A Harvard, man. Don't do that. <laughs> um, so uh, I almost took a visit out there, but never ended up doing that. Oh, so up. before my junior year, I went to a couple camps, but then before my senior year, I went to North Dakota State. Uh, so shout out to my mom, Mark, 
my stepdad for driving me around everywhere, but we went to um, North Dakota State, we went to Iowa, Iowa State, Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Nebraska uh, in that summer. And most of those are three-day camps. So you just drive there, perform, go to the next one. And um, so it was a lot of weekends that we spent in the vehicle <laughs> mm-hmm. going and competing. And I made one play at an Iowa camp, and that kind of spitballed into go to this camp, go to that camp, and then uh, eventually ended up getting my gray shirt offer. But mm. um, at Wisconsin, I made enough plays where I got to meet Coach Bielema at the time, um, at the very end. And uh, then there, Coach Anderson took over. And he, uh, he came down to Brandon and, uh, met with me and whatever. And it was weird. They always take a picture so that way they can remember how tall their people are. Mm -hmm. I think like (laughs) it was a little bit different, but I remember he came down and met with my head coach, coach Garrow and myself and, uh, talked real quick. And then, um, it came down to signing day, whether or not they were going to be able to offer me. Um, and they ended up offering Robert Wheelwright. And if he didn't accept the scholarship, then they were going to give it to me, um, and uh, he ended up accepting it. And then obviously I felt, you know, everything happens for a reason. God puts you where you're supposed to be. And so I uh, ended up at Iowa and it just kind of all fell together. And look at us now, right in our, uh, in our closet, recording a podcast. Which you had me put extra shelves so there's more clothes in here. <laughs> we're even more cramped than we were two months ago. But wow. yeah, so vastly different. I did not have anybody say, we want MVB. <laughs> we want Matt. They'd be like, who? What? Well, actually, Van Denberg, he has more eligibility. <laughs> Do you mean James? <laughs> is that James's brother? <laughs> the amount of times I got called oh James' my brother gosh. is incredible. You know, we didn't talk about this really quickly. Okay. Um, when we were in Indianapolis, okay, we're checking into the hotel. I hope he doesn't listen to our podcast, but I also hope he does because this is so funny. Um, we're checking to the hotel and this guy comes up to you like, hey, the Vandenbergs. And we're like, oh, yeah, hey, what's up? Like, it's full of Hawkeye fans. So, like, whatever. I'm like, hey, what's up? Blah, blah. And he's like, hey, man, you are my favorite quarterback. And I have I was a like, signed ball by you and Stanzi. Yeah. And Matt went along with it. He oh, was yeah. Like, I just took the picture. And he's like, yeah, can I get a picture, man? And he's like, yeah, for sure. And he took a picture with him. And it's a whole thing. And I was just really hoping he'd post on Facebook and be like, hey, it's so great to see James Vandenberg. People would be like, what? Like but the- <laughs> hey, I, to piggyback on that real quick, we met up with uh, LaShawn Daniels down there. Uh, we roomed together and everything. And <laughs> we're walking to the stadium and somebody goes, Mike Daniels, <laughs> I used to whatever uh, with you when you were in college, and Lashawn went along with it. So he steps out to take the photo, and Laura and I kept walking. And I was like, "I see a Mike." <laughs> it's like so funny. Like, what do you? I don't know. Like, what's the appropriate reaction? There's to be no like, way outside of just taking this the photo. Is, I, so that's not me, and then making him feel like so weird, and especially because they think they're really big Hawkeye fans, and so they're like they so they're excited. Like, yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that was so funny. It made me laugh so hard. Um, okay. Anyway, is there anything else that you wanted to say about recruits, Matt? Uh, just excited to see what they do on Saturdays. You know, you got to go in, put in the work, and then prove you prove you should play. Okay, That's I have one thing. more thing to say about the recruits. I was looking at like all of the different things that Hawkeye football is posting on Instagram, and they are massive. People are just getting bigger. I swear. I was looking at like six four, two fifty. I was like, what? In high school, okay, and I was like reading you all of their just like heights and weights. I didn't even look at anything else, and I was like, "Why are these people so giant?" We had two guards that were in high school that were like five nine, one eighty. <laughs> like those it's were our guys. So funny. And our quarterback was like six four, two twenty. I think there might have been one DB 
that was comparable to what you were coming out of high school. And I was like, hey, your guy, like, check it out. So. Yeah, I remember you just making a point to say something. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's the last thing I want to say there. Really quick, let's talk about bull prep. Okay. Um, what? Let's see. We How many days are we away? Oh, what the math? What is today? I don't know. You're about 10 days. All right, you're about 10 days, days away. It looked like I think they just sent the uh, equipment truck down or something. Okay. Um, they're actually headed to Niceville, Florida, or like nice. they were in Niceville, Florida, or something like bringing the Iowa Nice to Niceville or something. I'm okay. not really sure. Anyway, 10 days out, like what's what's happening? What are we doing? Well, from the beginning of bull prep, it's more developmental stuff. So let's say you've got three weeks from the Big Ten Championship. You'll probably chill out that first week after, um, but then... Um, as you kind of get closer, you start doing developmental stuff. So it's Iowa versus Iowa. It's second and third string getting a lot of reps. So Tyler Lunderbaum probably wasn't taking a whole lot of reps at the beginning. Um, you know, uh, guys on the outside, young guys getting a lot of reps, receivers. Now that that room is smaller, getting more reps and getting opportunities to see who's going to pop up, you know, whose potential is going to show a little bit, what young guys are going to make a name for themselves. And so it's more Iowa versus Iowa, fundamental stuff, getting back to this is how we tackle. This is how we, you know, this is how we take good angles. This is how we run a curl route. This is what, you know, just basics. Um, kind of feels like fall camp for most of it. And then uh, it kind of changes, you know, KF's kind of changed a little bit since we've been there. Um, he's done two bowl week or two game weeks back to back because a game week is very like, we're getting ready for a game. These are what we do. Okay. That's a normal game week. So he's tested it out where we've done developmental stuff and then it's game week, the week of the game. Or we've done two game weeks where I can't remember if it was a Tax Slayer Bowl or if it was the Rose Bowl. Whatever you did at the Tax Slayer Bowl, don't do that. Is that kind of like standard, would you say? <laughs> well, I think that we were just <laughs> trying to get that bad culture out because the next year we went to the Rose Bowl. So go ahead, say what you want. So. Uh- uh, and I scored my first touchdown there, so whatever. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, but we've done one game week in Iowa and then one game week there because different bowls require you to be there for different amount of times. Like the pinstripe bowl was on the 27th. I'm pretty sure we got there on like the 24th or the 25th, but it's just kind of different. So it changes, you know, I mean, depending upon how long the, I don't know how long the citrus bowl makes you be there because you have to do stuff associated with the bowl. So it's like, it's verbo. I'm not entirely sure what. Verbo is or does? Is it like Airbnb, maybe? I, I really don't know. I'd have to look it up. But essentially, they usually do something along with that, or um, depending upon where they are, they might go to Disney World. Disney World is in Florida, right? In Orlando, yes, Matt. So potentially they'll end up going to some stuff like that, but essentially the bowl usually has you do X amount of things. So um, seeing what that looks like down there, but you want it to make it as game week normal as possible, but you also want to take in the sights. You know, it's kind of like the Big Ten Championship. You want to take in the sights, understand what you're there for, but at the same time, just kind of enjoying it and getting ready to play. Hmm. Okay. So you don't really know what they're doing right now. Changes. Well, right now it's probably game. It could potentially be an early game week or more developmental work kind of building up to the game week. Coaches have been working for a while on what they're going to do against Kentucky. But as of right now, players are just kind of sharpening their axe, as you could say. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um... Ooh, something fun about bowl games. Bowl game gifts. What's the best bowl game? So explain that first, the gifts that you get for the bowl game. So you get different things with different bowl games. Um, Sometimes there's like a point system where it's like, okay, you get 10 points. And then these are all the different items you can get with those 10 points. Like this 
headset is six points or this chair is nine points or this, you know, um, I don't know, this really cool pen is two points, whatever yeah. it is. So it's usually like um, sponsored gifts, right? That like are from the bowl from different like sponsors of the bowl yeah, game. And yeah, then, usually. Or they have different yeah. packages and it's like, okay, here are three packages, pick your package. Right. And where it's not based on points. So it's kind of all up to it, you know, depending upon whatever Verbo is. I never went to the Citrus Bowl, so I don't know what their bowl games are, bowl gifts are, but you can look it up, I'm pretty sure, mm-hmm. if you guys are very um, interested. Yeah, definitely. Um, so what would you say was your favorite bowl game activity that you've done. I feel like although it was freezing, the uh, the Pinstripe Bowl in New York actually had some pretty cool activities for you guys to do. You went to the 9-11 Museum, you went up the like really tall building, like looked out the glass, like all of those kind of things. Like, I don't know. What was your favorite? <sighs> I don't know if I necessarily had like a favorite activity, but um, New York was kind of cool just because it's so different from what we experience around here. And at night, like we could go chill and, you know, go see what it's like. And LA was cool but like it was just kind of whatever for the rose bowl but like in new york i remember stanley and i were walking around <laughs> and some guy you're like hey we need directions to get back to blank because gps really doesn't work a whole lot out there at least for us and he's like oh it's over there but you're gonna have to buy my mixtape if i give you <laughs> the directions and we're like nope sorry we don't actually need your mixtape no 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 take it so i'm pretty sure we ended up taking his mixtape we just didn't pay for it and then he gave us the directions to how to get back huh very weird, <laughs> but like, and I got me uh, office reference. I got me a New York slice, got a New York <laughs> slice of pizza. Uh, so like those kinds of things are cool where it's like, it's known for something and then you're able to partake in it. Okay. Well, we are headed to Florida, not the Outback Bowl this time, although it's a great bowl. Also glad that <laughs> we're going somewhere yeah, different. Try something else. Here we go. Uh, we will have a uh, preview episode that'll come out sometime before the game we'll let you know on twitter and instagram the whole thing and i think that's pretty much it anything else you want to say about transfers recruits or the bowl game matt uh no we'll just kind of get into it uh we do uh we saw that tyler goodson opted out of the bowl game but we'll talk about that more as we enter uh the preview but anyway just some interesting things um excited to see what uh what we have concocted for kentucky yeah me too. I don't know much about Kentucky, so this will be this will be fun. I'm excited for it. It's always fun to look at and research and and just kind of um, get to know a, a team out of our conference a little bit more. I feel like that's something that's fun about a bowl game. You for know, sure. you've seen the Purdue's and the Illinois and um, you know the Minnesotas, et cetera, for years and years, and and watch just go back and forth with them. You kind of know what to expect with, but when you go into a bowl game, it's kind of I mean, it's like it's the up, Wild West. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of up in the air. You know what we're gonna go in with and. Um, you kind of just don't really know what to expect with the other team. So it's kind of fun in that way. I'm, I'm excited for this preview. So we'll be back with that. We're back with our podcast after a little bit of a break. Um, I hope everybody has a fantastic and Merry Christmas. Um, enjoy time with your family. Remember what the Christmas season is all about. Um, and that's it. Let's roll. Go Hawks. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.